0: Hello, beloved friends. Welcome back to the Courage Within podcast. It is your host, Livier. I am so excited to have you back. In today's episode, we're going to be diving in on what it takes to have the courage to be flawed. Friend, if you're anything like me, you might have a little bit of a hard time having your true colors come out with people. Maybe you are a recovering perfectionist like me, and it's hard for you to present yourself in the flawed way that you feel inside. But sometimes we want to have all these masks, all these things that say, no, 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 I've got it together. I've got it together. I don't need any help. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> right? All the facades and the, and the performances that we often do to not actually feel the way that we are feeling inside, which is, in my case, flawed. I want to invite you to just talk a little bit about what this even means in our lives and how it really entangles every aspect of our lives. I know for me, perfectionism held me back from so much in my life. It held me back from relationship. It held me back from my faith in God. It held me back from doing any of the things that I was craving to do because it made me feel like if I don't come at it in a way of perfection, then I shouldn't even try. And When I started reading God's word and really deciding that the Lord was what gave me worth and value and the sacrifice that Jesus has done on the cross for you and me has paved the way for us to meet a holy God, to be in community with a holy God, to be in in right standing with a holy God. That to me was so exciting because I felt so flawed inside. And I felt so, honestly, you know, I I felt disgusting. I felt like there was nothing inside of me that was good. And it was a good place to be at because it did lead me to find Jesus. And it did lead me to find repentance that came from like a true heart of repentance of man in it of myself I am really flawed in my heart and in my mind but with Jesus when he has given me a new life as I accepted him to become the lord and the savior of my soul I started seeing some extraordinary changes happening to me through his word through meditating on what he had to say about me through prayer and worship of him, I have learned that even in my flaws, he is perfect and that because of that perfection, my flaws now can be used for a purpose. Come on now. Somebody say hallelujah, because if we're honest, we can think about all of the flaws that we have, whether it be exterior flaws in your body. Maybe you look at yourself in the mirror and you're harsh and judgmental and have self-criticism, kind of like I did in the past and sometimes still do. But I have come from a place of self-hatred to loving myself because of what Jesus has done for me. And because Jesus has provided for me a new identity, then I can take up my cross and say, okay, because God, he sent his one and only son for me to die on a cross so that I can become a new creation, I can love God who I am, because I was created in the image of God. And so were you friend, no matter what flaws you see in the mirror or internally, no matter what they look like to you, to Jesus, they look perfect because of what he did on the cross for you and me. And if you haven't accepted Jesus as your Lord and savior, I just want to lay this down at your feet at what freedom could come from laying your life down to a God that loves you relentlessly where there is nothing that he requires of you other than your faith and your belief. And sometimes even just 1% of your belief is enough for him to start the work that you don't even know could happen in your heart, right? You might think, "Ugh, I don't even know if I have a purpose in life. I don't even know if God can use me with what I've done or what has been done to me. I want to tell you this, God uses the Unequipped, <laughs> he, God uses the people that aren't on the on the on the A list, right? He he loves to partner with us in life, and to be honest with you, I'm like God. What that is crazy love to me that you don't need us, but you still want us. You want to partner with us in this life. God wants you to know there is purpose in your life and there's even purpose in your flaws. There's purpose in the flaws that you feel internally and there's purpose in the flaws that you feel externally. Like I love to see myself now as a perfectly imperfect being, right? Imperfect in this life, in this side of, um, Uh, heaven like right when we go to heaven we are going to be perfect in every way and everything is going to be perfect and we're going to have perfect community and communion with god almighty and i think all of us have this deep longing within us that says i want to go to heaven i want to experience a place that has no no pain no no trauma no no difficulty no challenges um and it kind of like, my husband and I were actually talking about heaven the other day, which we don't talk much about. But I have been um, challenged to think more about heaven in the past few months. And I have been thinking about it a lot. And the the, the thought came to my mind of like, what are we going to do in heaven? What is our place going to be? Like, do we have bodies? Are they per- You know, perfect? Are we going to be in like our 20-year-old bodies with like, you know, a thousand-year-old wisdom, soulfulness that we're just like, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure because the Bible doesn't really talk much, much, much about heaven. But what we are sure of is that there is a heaven. There is a heaven to to enjoy in the now. There is a heaven to to look forward to. And in that place, we are going to be in perfect communion with God. And there is going to be no flaw in you or me. But at this time in our lives, we're on We are on earth, and how do we navigate earth knowing Jesus, accepting Jesus as our Lord and Savior, and still feeling like we're not good enough, right? How do we wrestle with the fact that if we, you know, I I don't know where you guys are at in your faith journey, but when I first accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior, I kind of legit thought that my life was going to just become easy, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh man! Little did I know that my life would prob. My life actually became a little more challenging. There was a there was an intense shift of spiritual warfare that came at me. There was an intense shift of identity. God did some incredible big things in my heart and in my soul, and is still doing that work in me. And in that, there has been pain. There's been pain of of healing. There's been suffering. There's been so much grief and trauma that I have faced even in the 10 years that I've known the Lord. Um, well actually 12 years that I've known the Lord. Um, but with every challenge, I feel like God has given me a new anchor of hope that one challenge is going to help me to become stronger for the next one and the next one and the next one. Before my heart was like, Oh, I just, God, just please help me not have problems. Now that I've embraced this kind of like flawed life and flawed self, the embracing that I'm not ever going to be perfect on this earth and that this earth is never going to be perfect to me, nor the people that I surround myself with. Like there's going to be disappointments. There's, I'm flawed and so is my husband, so are my children, so are the friends that God has given me. I am so grateful for the family that the Lord has given me and also the friends that I have as well. But we are all flawed inside. There's something in us all that we are if we are honest, we can think, oh man, I just don't have it together. I just don't quite feel enough right um, or good. And I think that is the position of a lot of us, yet it's hard to talk about. And there does have to be this courage to be flawed, this courage to know, hey, I am flawed. There are a lot of parts of me that aren't, you know, very good. However, God is good and God's perfection can give me the strength to move past this feeling of unequippedness, this feeling of feeling like I don't belong. Um, and in that, I embrace that God made it possible through his son, Jesus, for me to enjoy lasting peace on earth and freedom, because that is one thing that we do have as promises in the Bible over and over and over again, that even when we go through trials, that the Lord is going to be our peace. I want to read a scripture to you because it's super important to me that um, I share the scripture that is really blessing my heart. This scripture is out of 2 Corinthians 5, and this is verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come wow 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 to me that is extremely important i have felt so ashamed of my life my past myself if you want to hear my testimony go back to episode 2 the courage to heal i have lots that i have had to overcome in the in the in the in the sense that i have felt un- unlovable and i have felt unworthy of the love of god and Jesus has had to do so much in my heart and in my life and in my mind to help me to believe that I really do have worth in him and it has taken his word for me to read his word, for me to meditate on his word, for me to write his word down, for me to say it out loud um, and I encourage you to find a scripture to help you with your feelings of unworthiness, with your feelings of not being good enough. Um, in it of ourselves, we are not good enough, but through Jesus, we are. I want you to think about and meditate on the fact that Jesus paid it all for you and I to not have to stay in the feeling of shame, in the feeling of unworthiness, powerlessness. If you are in a place where you're feeling flawed and you're like, "Ugh, I cannot, cannot bear with myself. Let me share a scripture with you that will show you how deep the father's love for you is through his son, Jesus. In 2 Corinthians Chapter 8, verse 9, it says, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for my sake became poor, so that you by his poverty might become rich. You heard that right, friend. You, when you ask Jesus into your heart, you have become rich. I don't know what the word rich sounds like to you, but I know what it sounds like to me. It resonates with all of my being. I I want to accept that truth. I want to accept that the Lord gave everything up and that he became poor so that I would be rich. And how brilliant, how brilliant of God to send that sacrifice of his son for you and I, that we would have a hope that is steadfast on earth and that it would carry us out to for when we go to heaven, that we would have this knowledge that no in it of ourselves, we are flawed. There is depravity inside of us, but we can repent and ask Jesus into our heart and ask him to forgive us. And it is not this thing of once you ask God to love you and he becomes the lord and savior of your heart then you're then you're having to uh, do this religious things to keep yourself being a good Christian right uh, my pastor pastor Craig um, said it best he said a sign of a mature Christian is how quickly do you repent how quickly do you repent because We are never going to be perfect. We're never going to sin less. There is never going to be a time where we're going to be sinless people. We're going to be sinful until we die. But what is it that you do when you make a mistake? Do you lay it down at your father's feet and run towards his heart? Or do you feel so ashamed that you run away from him? I hope that you began to practice repenting daily and asking God to be that richness in your heart that develops a self worth that is holy confidence in you. That maybe you don't feel like you belong, but because of Jesus, you activate and you feel like you are of belonging, you are of worth, you are of value. You, even in your flawed state, God can use you. God can use you even. When you feel unequipped, he's using me right now and I have felt unequipped my entire life. I have accepted the fact that I'm flawed and I have had the courage to embrace that with the Lord and say, okay, even through my flaws, let your glory shine. Just know that no matter what you have done, Jesus has paid it all for you. And if you give him your life, he became poor so that you will become rich in him. Let me say a quick prayer for us. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for today. Thank you, God, that you are perfect and that we don't have to be. Thank you, Lord, that you are a perfect Father who has no darkness within you. And thank you that we can trust you. Thank you, Lord, for sending Jesus down on a cross to die for us. But more importantly, Lord, that he rose again and is seated at your throne. God, thank you for the mercy that you have given us. Thank you that we deserved to go to hell. We deserve to go to this place that is desolate. But you, Jesus, have rescued us from that. You have given your life up so that we would become your sons and daughters. So I pray for my friends, Lord. I pray, God, that they would know, Lord, that their life on earth has purpose because you have made them with purpose. I pray God that even in their flaws, that you would show them how you're working all things out for their good and the good of many. I pray God that you would show them how to embrace their flaws and to give them to you so that you can do mighty things even through those flaws, Lord. And I pray God that you would send, um, just a complete spirit of calm and peace and hope and joy, even joy with the the fact that there's freedom and knowing that you just love us and that we don't have to do anything in return, Lord God, except say thank you and just be grateful, Lord. It's in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. And just FYI, I have written a book for girls ages 11 to 16. It's a discovery book and Bible study to help them go through all of the changes emotionally, mentally, physically that they're going through in puberty with the Lord. This book is going to help them to create systems to become the woman that God has created them to be. And my hope, my biggest hope with the book is to help your daughter and you have Moments of connection to talk about hard things. I do talk about my testimony of being sexually abused in the book, and I talk about how to create healthy boundaries. So make sure that you know and understand that before buying it and having them read it. Um, But I believe that there are conversations that need to be had with our young daughters. There's also a lot to talk about in the scope of how to build a good relationship with herself, that she would become her very own best friend and cheerleader, and that she would become best friends with Jesus. If you want to pick up a copy, there are plenty at Amazon.com. All right, beloved friends, that is all for today's podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, please send it to someone you think might need to hear this message. This has been a Liby podcast, a production of Liby some of the products and services mentioned are paid promotions. Any advice should be confirmed with a qualified professional on all matters. The opinions and ideas are for entertainment purposes only and belong to the Liby trademark. All rights reserved.